0: Jeez. And so it looks you right between your eyes your-
1: Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday, and welcome back to another great episode of Uproot On Air, brought to you by East Broadcast Networks, EBN, in association with Uproot INC, and King and Foster King Services. And as always, I'm your host, Antoine Dean. It is always a pleasure to host this podcast and bring you information regarding to what's going on in our communities to help bring about a change in the social outlook as we work and strive towards a better way of doing things. Our first topic for today, we're going to get in a little bit about the new movie that's come out on Netflix, um, When They See Us. going to talk about how injustice has been around for quite a long time. That's going to be our first topic. Our second topic, backed by popular man, is information versus misinformation. And the subject is going to be more than meets the eye. And as always, we're going to get you informed and we're going to tell you why we do what we do. So you guys sit back, relax and enjoy another half hour with me and uproot on hand. And we'll be back after this break.
0: And just enjoy yourself Groove Let the malice the music get to you Like this so bad at all You live it on the
1: wall Welcome back from the break Musically we are being inspired today by the late, great Michael Jackson he is always going to be a pioneer of music, and no matter what they say, what documentary they bring out, Michael Jackson was musically the dude So f- topic number one, how injustice stretches long and wide and for several years. So you guys have all seen the new Netflix movie, the New Docu drama that was released about the Central Park Jogger case that happened. In 1989, 419 1989, and that injustice that was done to those five men that are now adults, five boys that are now adults, excuse me. The new release has been called When They See Us, and it has a lot of people upset about it. It is a reimagined uh, film that they did back in 2012 that was originally called Central Park Five because that's what they were being called at the time frame. Now, if you followed the case or seen any of the movies, you will know the lack of, of justice and the lack of care and concern for those boys. Their main objective was to do what they did and railroad them and convict them for a crime that they were never guilty of in the first place. So the main thing that I want to point out and the reason for me doing this particular podcast. Wait for it is that a lot of people are acting like they're shocked and amazed that this happened and they didn't know this could happen. If you take a look at the case and look at the police corruption and the brutality, you'll see that it's an old plague, an old plague that we're going to have to remove. As a matter of fact, there are several cases similar to this harsh injustice. Um, There is a case that incurred Similar to this one in 1991, around the same time frame in Chicago. And this particular case was being coined as the Dixmores Five. Again, five young African-American boys who were wrongly convicted, wrongly coerced into confessing a crime which they did not commit. Only later, after years of incarceration, did the DNA evidence they finally decided to use to clear the boys of a crime. The case is so similar, yet so unfamiliar, we have not heard a movie about it, even two for that matter. So why just pick this one? Now don't take what, what I'm saying the wrong way. What I'm saying is I can go on and on and on about all of the similar cases, just like these two that I just got to talking about. The point I want to hammer in is making it. You just chose to pick just one calamity to focus on why. There are all equal cases and they're all just as tragic. Why not bring awareness to all the injustice that the corrupt system that created it caused? No matter what race or gender, let's focus on the facts. However, it does seem that the media, it gets a lot more media play when it's about black people. Ask yourself why. Why is hurting black people so much a profitable game? When we need to focus and remove the mold that is causing the cancer. The problem is, is that the black community is only looked at as consumers. You're only looked at as a from a consumer basis. You only look at it as as a as a, as a someone that's always consuming and taking you're not looked at as a producer of anything you're still looked at as targets and property still to this day look at this for example i play football and my owner quotations is paying me to play the minute that i decide to stand up for any type of injustice Against my community. I'm looked at as a problem. What does that sound like to you? That sounds all too familiar, doesn't it? See, that type of thinking, that old way of thinking and doing things is so embedded in this country. It is so subtle, yet it is so overt, yet it screams loudly and softly all at the same time. So reforming the system is not even an option. That's a problem. It needs to be completely facelifted. A complete removal of the laws and procedures that are based on prejudices, hatred, misinformation, and dare I say, biased opinions about others' race. The way they practice law enforcement That has to be removed and completely made new again. The people in the positions that can put kids in jail for crimes knowing they did not commit. That has got to change. Even when they have evidence that can exonerate them, they still work to convict them. The sheer hatred for others different than yourselves is so staggering that I swear I could fill a lake the injustice displayed on a daily basis is phenomenal. The fact that we have a POTUS who would write a hateful letter during the trial of those young men back in 1989 and is still able to become POTUS is not surprising. It's not surprising. It just speaks volumes on what I am, what I'm saying. So we have to understand as we enter the dawning of a new age The old way of doing things is out. The more progressive way for everybody is in. This system needs to be updated along with the people in it. So I'm asking you this question. Will you help to make a change? Think about it. And we'll be back after the break. All right, guys. All right. So, topic number two. Misinformation versus information or information versus misinformation. Topic two. More than meets the eye. As I stated in the previous topic when we talked about the Central Park Five, there is a list That is actually pretty staggering on how many times young black men, women and white men and women have been wrongfully accused, convicted and threatened, coerced into pleading guilty to cases without the evidence to even convict them of a crime that they were accused of. Sometimes they don't even get released or even found out that they were actually innocent. Some have been placed on death row and have been killed on death row, innocent men and women, and no one ever showed up to help them. Some have died serving life sentences or serving their sentences all the long while they were innocent. No one ever showed up to help them either. Now I could go on and say, well, we didn't have the tech that we have today Or, we didn't have the knowledge that we have today. And both of those statements could be true. They are true. But however, let's take a look at the common denominator in all of the cases where people were wrongfully convicted of crimes that they could commit. And let's look at it. The system of creating the environment For it to exist in the very first place, the way the confessions were received and the very tactics that were used to get those confessions. If you go back to some of those cases, the two I mentioned, the Dixmore Five and the Central Park Five, they coerced those boys. They made them hungry. They kept them up for 24 hours. They threatened them. And the list goes on and on. And all of those are tactics that law enforcement officers used to get people to confess. Because the evidence was so minute. They didn't have enough to convict them based off of the evidence. So a confession would seal it. So if they confess, they have to be guilty. And if you go back and look at some of the commentaries in those cases, it actually says that, that those young men were still guilty even when they found out that the serial rapist, when he confessed, they said, well, you can't take the word of a serial rapist. Yeah, that's fine and dandy. But his DNA evidence was all over the woman when she was raped. Then they went back and said that those men were still involved in at least a part of it, so they're still guilty of something because they had a history. Again, we talked about this a couple of podcasts ago how they use history against you, your criminal history against you. And sometimes I understand why they do that and most times it's just so they can say see they're just bad anyway so they have to be guilty of something because they they did this before but whatever happened there all right people can change i know it's sometimes you think it's impossible but a lot of people can make change a lot of people change all the time and using somebody's past against them if we did that to everybody, then we would never have any friends. We'd never be in a relationship. We would never have any close bonds with anybody. So for the system to use that as an excuse to convict somebody on something that they did that was new, I don't agree with that, and I never have. Because people can change. It's hard, but under the right types of circumstances, under the right types of knowledge, and with the right people helping them change, and the want from the person in themselves to change, it can happen. That's what we have to look at. So when you have a system that's created to coerce people by using these types of tactics, and you've got these type of people who enjoy making those types of uh, decisions and those positions, they get inside of them just so they can do these things. That is the link in all of those cases. The wrong reason behind the pursuit of the conviction in the first place That's not justice. Justice is when you do it the right way. Now imagine if the prejudice was removed, the biases, the hatred, and all the underlining reasons for wanting to convict somebody innocent were removed. If the investigations, the evidence, and the prosecution, even the media attention were all based on facts, The wrong person would not be convicted if it was done with equal protection under the law. Real due process, real probable cause with a real jury of your real peers (laughs) and so on and so forth. Imagine how error rate of wrongfully convicting persons, how that would drop. Think about that for a second. Think about how the difference with you doing your job with a perspective that's not based off of your biases or your prejudices or your hatred for anybody or your dislike or your distrust or the past history of somebody. And you look at that case based off of the evidence, the facts and the law that was supposed to be violated and the elements of it. And you do your investigation based on that. And you find out that the person is not guilty, then you start searching for the person who actually committed the crime. And that's what's not happening in these cases. That's why it needs an upgrade. It needs a facelift. It needs to be cut down from its roots and replanted with people who actually care about others. Now, I have to say this. There are necessary evils in this country. I've seen them. But when injustice is injustice is injustice all day long for certain kinds of people. That's not what I mean. So we have to remove it. We have to uproot it. We have to replace it. But people who care, people who can do the job professionally with laws that are equal and fair for everybody and not just a select few and people willing to take on the task of doing it. To take on the responsibility of making it better for everybody. That's what we have to do. That's what we have to strive for. That's what we have to work towards. And it takes a lot of other people doing that and saying that and prescribing to that to fix this broken system. Think about that. And we'll be back after this break. Welcome back from the break. I don't care what nobody says, nobody is going to be able to deny that Michael Jackson was one of the greatest musicians ever. We've got a few in this day and time that are good, um, that's close to his style, but it's Michael Jackson, dude. So as we talked about the Dixmore Five and the more widely known case that, it's getting attention right now, again, in the news, um, the Central Park Five, guys. I'm not saying this. I'm not... What I'm not saying is this, that those cases, that case that's being um, shown more is less important or more important. What I'm saying is that they're all as important. They all speak the same tone. They're all setting the standard that... Injustice has been around, it's not going to change until we do something more about making it different than what it is. That's what I'm saying. What we do, what we're working on, and what others do, and what we're working on, has to be compounded because this problem has been around so long. Like I said earlier, it's so subtle yet so loud, so quiet, and all of those other adjectives that describe what we have. There's no fuzzy, warm feeling about it. There's there's a disparity in this country. And the reason why is because it's in everything this country is about. And until we start facing that fact and start removing those pieces and the people who cause those problems in the places that allow these things to continue i.e. law enforcement officers coercing people into, um confessing the crimes that they didn't commit because of what they look like or how they feel about them. That's just wrong. So this podcast, again, is, is important because it's a tool. We reach more people everywhere and more places at the same time than we do in our lectures or our questions and answer questions, sessions, excuse me. So the podcast is just a wonderful tool that broadcasts throughout the entire planet about the injustice that's going on in this country and what we have to do as a community to stand up and fix it together. So we continue to spread facts versus misinformation. And we use this social tool, this radio, this First Amendment freedom of speech as that means to do that. It's just another tool that we use. It's important to understand that's what it's about. So when you hear the podcast, tell everybody about what we're doing. Tell everybody about what we're saying. Go do research about what we're explaining to you. The information that comes across this podcast is important because it's helping you understand your rights understand the difference between what the media is saying is correct and what it's not because 10% of what you see on the news is all fluff and doesn't even tell you the real story behind what's really going on. You have to be able to differentiate those things. You have to be able to know it from the inside and out. That's why we do what we're doing because I don't have to answer to anybody. We do what we do because we care. We don't have anybody putting money in our pockets and telling us you can't say that, you can't do that, and you're going to do this and you're do that. We're not saying anything against anybody. We're just telling the facts about how it's supposed to go. We're advocating change. We're advocating peace amongst people. We know that's almost a nearly impossible task to have. But at least start having equality amongst everybody. Stop looking at everybody as uh, a a a crime in a certain neighborhood. You're all criminals because of one person. I eat one apple and it's bad, I'm going to go get another one. And if that apple is bad, I'm going to eat another one until I find the one that works for me. Everybody's different. Nobody's supposed to be the same, even amongst your own race of people, you have so many differences and so many underlining things about another person that make you different from another person. That doesn't mean you're supposed to dislike or hate that person if they haven't done anything open to you to cause you any harm. Live a harmless life. Live a blameful life. Don't do anything to yourself or anybody. That's what we need to be striving for, forwards to. We're in a new day and age and it's time that That type of stuff matters and all that other BS goes back into the box, trashed it and incinerated. We have to move forward and having prejudices and biases and hatred amongst our people and amongst people, period, is causing a divide. You're supposed to be different. Be able to be an adult enough to deal with the differences and move forward. If you can't agree on something, that doesn't mean that you have to be my enemy. Unless you're purposely doing something to me, then we will part ways. That's how it's supposed to be. That's what we're looking towards, is working with people who don't have agendas and don't have bottom lines except the kind to bring everybody up and not keep pushing everybody down. Because there are enough people that do and say just what they want to hurt you, push their agendas we're not here for that. And again, if you don't like what we have to say, then you know how to get us to www. www.uprootionc1.com if you think that we should be doing it differently or saying it differently. Now, I'm not the smartest plant person on the planet by no means, and I've never advocated that I am. But what I'm saying is is that I want to be better so that I can help you guys understand how I can relay the information in a better way and a more interesting way and a more fantastic, uh, I just made up a word, a fantastic word way of doing it so that when you hear it, it grabs your attention so much that you you go out there and you help do something positive about it. Because there are things that we can do that can cause more problems. And there are things that we can do that can help. So what we're doing this for is that you won't go out there and do the things that can cause more problems so that they can go back and say, see, I told you. They're just animals. And you've heard your opponent say that. And I don't ever get politics involved. But when you have somebody in office who doesn't speak for everybody, who only speaks for a certain group and the country's rallying behind that, and then you have the other side of the country that's not, that is a problem. That fosters Division amongst even your own kind, if you have if I use that term. So something has to change. We have to be able to have a country where that type of behavior is never, ever allowed. And those type of people and those type of people's thinking is extinct, like the Triassic period or the Jurassic period or whatever period it needs to be uprooted www.ubroutincthenumber1.com. If you really want to help foster change, help us. And we'll be back after the break. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Got a little long in the tooth this week. And we're going to go ahead and close it out. We do what we do because we feel it's important to bring more awareness and more change. And the podcast, again, is just another tool to be able to do that. So, as usual, my closing remarks are we going to continue to do what we can to build a better way of doing things. It's either do our lectures, our question and answer classes, our programs, get informed and the future leaders of tomorrow which help kids inner city kids and youth find jobs programs where people are doing what they want to do and align themselves with that it's because they are the future leaders of tomorrow but we need your help we are a nonprofit organization go to our website www.NC that number onecom like us follow us share us on all our social media platforms Facebook Instagram and Twitter and if you want to book us. Go to the website, dot onecom Fill out the contact form. Let us know what it is that you're requesting, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. If you want to be on the show, same thing. Go to the website. Fill out the contact list. If you want to do your music and have it displayed, because you know we're all about giving you that good feeling, we want this experience to be something that you enjoy every time you listen to the podcast. That's what it's for. That's why you listen to podcasts, so that you can... Get informed and, and have a good time. Oh no! So that's what our goal is, is to give you as much information that we can to give you the type of drive that you need to go out there and help make that positive change, as well as give you that listening pleasure. So when you hear it, you'll be like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So number one dot onecom You want to get your business on here? You want to talk more about it? We talked to... Uh, dr xavier and um one of our good friends jeffrey person about their business and we're looking to uh, add more grow your business get on the podcast and tell everybody what you're doing and helping in the community that's what we're all about fun in the community unity and community and doing everything that we can to bring about a change but again we need your help we also are a nonprofit organization And if you want to send us some money to help us create, continue to create the podcast and the programs, we're also taking donations on the website. Hit the donate page or send us a a link and let us know what you want to donate. So until next week, you know the scope at 7 p.m. every Tuesday, podcast Tuesday. And until next week, you guys stay safe. Have a good one. I'm going to let you Relax and listen to the rest of the man, Michael Jackson, would rock with you.